Hi guys, welcome back to Model Behavior. I hope you're all having a fantastic day. It is a gross rainy day in New York, so I thought I should record today. I also did my fifth Pilates class this morning. Um, I started doing reformer Pilates again, which I haven't done in honestly a couple years. Um, but this new place just opened up literally on the corner of the block that I live on. It takes probably 90 seconds to walk there. So that's very exciting. And I just bought like 10 classes and thought I would try it. And holy shit, I forgot how hard reformer classes are. I will be dripping in sweat and every muscle in my body will be shaking by the end of it. It is not for the week. So definitely back on my Pilates grind. I think it's such a good workout. But anyway, speaking of my own fitness journey, I wanted to give you guys some tips about starting your own journey and also just talk about like some of the things that I wish I knew before I started my own fitness journey because it can be really intimidating in the beginning and it's really hard to just like know where to start. And let me just like give you a little bit of a background of where I started my fitness journey. So basically I started my real health and strength focused fitness journey about a year ago, but I've been pretty active basically my whole life. I played volleyball and swam competitively all throughout high school, but after high school, I didn't really keep up with any sort of like exercise routine or anything. And I ended up gaining about 20 pounds within six months of graduating high school. And that was 2019. So in 2020, I decided to go back to modeling and I was told that I had to lose over 20 pounds if I wanted to work again. So I started my so-called fitness journey in 2020, which was really just anorexia. Um, I had all the wrong goals, all the wrong intentions, and was just doing it for all the wrong reasons. I didn't want to get stronger. I didn't care about getting stronger or healthier. All I wanted to do was lose weight as quickly as possible. And surprise, surprise, I developed an eating disorder and fell deep into anorexia for two years. So then fast forward to the summer of 2022, I decided I needed to recover and I needed to get healthy. I was so weak, so malnourished, constantly tired, and just overall like very unwell mentally and physically. So I started recovery and with that I started my for real health and fitness journey. I started with the gym and I taught myself how to lift. And now obviously I'm also like incorporating Pilates on top of lifting, but when I first started, I also started eating so much more and really diversifying my diet and eating all sorts of things with no restrictions as I worked my way through recovery. So my main focus this time around has been about finding balance and food freedom as well as getting stronger and more in shape and just healthier overall. And I'm kind of just gonna like skip my whole failed fitness journey because I don't think that's helpful. And so I'm just gonna talk about how I've done it in a healthy way this time. Um, so let's get into it. 
these are some of the things that either helped me when I started or things I wish I would have known back then. Number one is to set small goals. Things like drink a gallon of water every day and eat more protein, eat less sugar, drink less soda or less alcohol, or go to the gym three days a week. Those goals are things you can focus on day by day and just like check them off a checklist. I would not recommend setting goals like lose 20 pounds in a certain amount of time or be able to lift 15 pounds heavier by the end of the month. Small daily goals are going to be your best friend and they are so much less overwhelming. And it's also just like so much positive reinforcement every day. It feels so good to just check little things off every day rather than pass or fail one big goal once a month or once every like three to six months. The smaller goals are so much more reassuring and encouraging, which brings me to this point. Give yourself a long timeline. Fitness is a long-term goal. It's about changing your lifestyle and becoming a healthier version of yourself. It's not about reaching one huge goal in a short amount of time and then it's over. This is an entire shift to a healthier life. So there's no rush. As long as you're being consistent and you're on the right path, there is no rush at all. Give yourself plenty of time to reach your goals because getting there gradually usually makes them more sustainable once you reach them. Also, I remember when I first joined the gym, I had no idea how to use any of the machines and it was really intimidating. I always felt like people were watching me, someone was gonna like see me fuck up or I was just gonna like accidentally hurt myself or <laughs> like break the machine or something. And I honestly never asked anyone for help because most of the machines at the gym have like a picture somewhere on them that's like a diagram and like directions and shows you how to sit on the machine and like how to use it and what muscle groups it's supposed to work out. So I always just relied on the pictures and sometimes also just like watching other people do it. But I would definitely, definitely recommend asking someone who works there to show you how to use the machines. And I know it can be kind of scary to ask, but that's literally their job. That's what they're there for. They're there to help you and it's totally normal to ask someone who works there to show you how to use the machines. Okay, next tip is to put way more focus on your form rather than how much weight you can lift. Form is the single most important thing when you're exercising. Whether you're lifting weights or running, doing Pilates, doing yoga, literally however you're moving your body, your form is so important. If you're lifting 10 pounds with great form and you really feel it working the right muscles, that is going to be way more effective and way safer than lifting 20 pounds with questionable form. If you can't do the exercise with perfect form, you're lifting too much weight. For example, I can physically lift 20 pounds on arm day, but my form sucks if I try to do that. So instead, I do perfect reps with 10 pounds instead. Just because you physically can lift that much weight does not mean that's how much you should be lifting. And when I started going to the gym, I also had no idea what type of exercises to do 
or how to do a leg day or an upper body day or literally anything. And I actually found most of my workout routines on TikTok. I started with shy girl workout videos, which basically just requires like dumbbells or booty bands and minimal equipment and usually no machines. And I think they call it shy girl because you don't have to like get up and use a machine or like do anything crazy. Like you can just kind of stick by yourself and get it done in like a small area. So I would just go to the gym, grab a mat, find a little space for myself and get probably like two to four dumbbells, like a five pound and a 10 pound or like maybe a 25 to squat with. And I would follow these TikTok workouts just with myself, my mat and the free weights. And that's honestly how I learned most of the exercises I do in the gym is just searching shy girl workouts or like shy girl leg day and stuff like that. I know that's probably not the most professional way to (laughs) learn workouts, but honestly, TikTok and Pinterest and Instagram are such good resources for this type of stuff. Also, if you don't want to spend money on a personal trainer, because I was not about to do that when all the information I need is on TikTok. (laughs) Another huge, huge, huge tip is to listen to your body even if that means going off your schedule even if that means not getting in all the workouts that you had planned out for that week if you are tired listen to your body i feel like there's a lot of toxicity around pushing yourself to the max and people always say things like no days off or the grind never stops and no excuses so many people say things like that But rest days are just as important as gym days. Rest days are essential for recovery and muscle growth. So if you're exhausted or you're super sore or just not feeling it that day, even though you had a workout planned, skip it. Rest, recover, let your muscles heal. Give yourself a break. I used to think that I had to complete every single workout I had planned for that week and I just had to push myself as hard as I could every single time, even if I was tired or sore or just not feeling it. And I ended up overworking my muscles and having bad form during those workouts and burning myself out and just not enjoying working out anymore. Now I give myself rest days when I know I need them and I prioritize them just as much as my workouts and I feel so much better. My body feels better. My workouts are better. And it helps me look forward to going to the gym rather than dreading it. And honestly, I think it helps me see results faster, which kind of doesn't make sense when you think about it that way, which is why I used to push myself so much. But if your muscles aren't recovering between workouts, that's not good for you. And I honestly think I see better results now that I really prioritize rest days. And this kind of goes along with listening to your body, but if you are somebody who has a menstrual cycle, track it and pay attention to how you feel at the different phases of your cycle. Because I used to just do the same routine every single week, no matter where I was in my cycle, and that is just not it. I was working out like a man. Women cannot and should not work out like men. It throws your hormones so out of whack. We are honored 
with the amazing ability to produce children and grow them inside our bodies, which is one of the most magical things in the world, if not the most magical thing in the world. And men do not have that superpower, so their bodies are so much different than ours. Our hormones fluctuate, our energy fluctuates, our bodies fluctuate. So that means our workouts need to fluctuate with our cycles. There is so much research out there and so many resources you can use to help track your cycle and know what type of movement is best for each phase. I have an entire episode about cycle syncing, so you can check that out if this is something you're interested in and want to learn more about, but I'll just mention the main apps that I use to track my cycle and sync my workouts. I use 28 Wellness, Flow, F-L-O, and Natural Cycles, which syncs with my Aura Ring. And that's the most accurate app because it gets my temperature from my aura ring every day along with like my heart rate and my sleep and all sorts of other things so it really monitors how i should be working out and if i should be pushing myself that day um so i definitely recommend getting an aura ring they are pretty expensive but a hundred percent worth it and if you get it also download the natural cycles app and link the two of them Um, also, let me just tell you, it is so hard to get bulky as a woman. Do not be scared to lift heavy weights. I stayed away from lifting for so long because I thought it was going to make my muscles huge and manly and bulky. Absolutely not. Unless you're lifting extremely heavy all the time and eating insane amounts of food and protein, you are absolutely not going to get bulky. Your muscles will get toned, you'll get stronger, you will gain lean muscle and lose fat, and just look tight and toned. I mean, it's definitely possible to get bulky as a woman, and people do achieve that look, but that takes so much work. Like, that's actually so fucking hard. Also, if you do end up gaining a little too much muscle for your taste, it's so easy to lose it. Just stop working out those muscles as hard as you were and it'll vanish. But seriously, that will probably just not happen. Um, Another thing to be very conscious of is making sure you're not working out as a means to burn calories and you're not working out to allow yourself to eat. I used to do that when I was deep in my eating disorder and I would not eat unless I thought I had earned it in the gym by burning calories. But that is a great fucking way to kill yourself. It is so dangerous to work out without enough fuel in your body. I personally do not believe in fasted cardio or fasted workouts for women. I don't believe that is good for female hormones. Maybe it's okay for men, I don't really know much about that, but I personally do not think women should do anything fasted. Your workouts are gonna be so much better and you will have so much more energy, you'll have better form, you'll be able to do more reps and your muscles will recover faster. Just make sure you're going to the gym or going on a run or moving your body with the right intentions. Make sure you're on this fitness journey to become stronger, to feel better, to become healthier, not to lose weight quickly or burn calories or look a certain way. For me, I always check in with myself and make sure I'm working out trying to get healthier and stronger, not to get a six pack or look skinny. It's all about how I feel, not how I look. 
And that might definitely be a benefit, but that's not my main goal or focus. And it's totally okay to appreciate a rounder butt or a tighter core. That's totally fine to enjoy the physical benefits, just as long as that isn't the main reason for your fitness journey. And this tip kind of goes along with that, but the scale does not indicate progress. I do not weigh myself. That is another thing I personally do not believe in. Let me just give you a personal example of why I don't think this matters. So I weighed a certain amount in 2020 after I had gained those 20 pounds of mostly fat. And the last time I went to the doctor, I actually weighed the same amount I did back then. But my body looks so, 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 so much different than it did in 2020 because those 20 pounds are now mostly muscle instead of mostly fat. And one pound of fat takes up a whole lot more space than one pound of muscle. It looks very different. So even though I am the same weight and I didn't lose any weight, my body is smaller and tighter and firmer and toned. I look completely different and I'm so much healthier even though I stayed the exact same weight. Your body composition can do a 180 and you can stay the exact same weight or even gain weight, but appear smaller if you lost fat and gained muscle tone. This is why I absolutely do not base my progress on my weight. I really do not care what I weigh at all. My goal is never to lose five pounds or lose 10 pounds because that might actually mean losing muscle. The scale doesn't tell you that. So I really do not determine my health or my progress by a number on a scale. And Along with that, I also think it's so easy to fall into body dysmorphia and just judgment about yourself and your body super easily. Because the more you work out, the more you're going to start expecting changes and really critiquing your body. And you might end up nitpicking every single little thing that you think you need to work on. It's so, so, so easy to fall into those thought patterns So I think it's really, really important to focus on celebrating progress and focusing on gratitude over judgment or critique. Always remember where you started. Really try to focus on how your body feels rather than how it looks, which is really difficult, but it really helps to try and appreciate when you feel stronger and healthier and express gratitude towards yourself for showing up to your workout And putting in so much hard work to feel stronger and take care of yourself and your health. And express gratitude towards your body for allowing you to move and exercise and be active. Because so many people can't do that. And it's amazing what your body can do for you. Um, Also, longer workouts do not mean better workouts. You can get in a kick-ass super effective workout in 10 to 15 minutes. I used to go to the gym for like two and a half hours and use all sorts of machines and do all sorts of exercises and I would leave exhausted. And I'd also take like 10 minute breaks between every exercise, which isn't as effective as doing consecutive exercises for 15 minutes straight where you're really burning out your muscles. Then I would also find myself skipping workouts if I didn't have at least an hour. So instead of getting some type of movement in for 15 to 20 minutes, I just throw away the whole day and skip the whole workout. Now, I actually limit my workouts to about 30 to 45 minutes maximum. 
And honestly, I've seen way better results and it helps me be more consistent and not get so burnt out in the gym. Um, but yeah, I think those are most of the things I wish someone had talked about with me before I started my fitness journey. But I'm very glad that I know these things now. And hopefully some of these tips were helpful or you learned one or two new things. And don't forget that it's supposed to be fun. Your fitness journey will feel so much better if it's fun. And just don't be too hard on yourself. You're taking care of yourself. You're doing a good thing. And it's supposed to feel good. But yeah, I think that's kind of all I have for this episode. I love you all so much. I hope you have a fantastic day and I will see you next time.